The following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. Viewers be advised, the show is rad. Welcome to the Loosely Canon Podcast. Today we are having our first ever tangent episode. This is where we're going to do a short little dive into whatever we're talking about this week. And Q, it's May the 4th. May so the 4th be with you. And also with you. I feel like I'm in church again. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a church <laughs> thing. But uh, we're talking about Star Wars today. And I wanted to talk a bit. And I kind of want to engage the community a little bit as well. I want to talk about our favorite and least favorite Star Wars films. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like this is actually pretty contentious in the world. Uh, just mostly, in, yeah. Yeah, mostly. I mean, like a lot of people have different opinions. There's some, you know, purists who are like, it's only the original trilogy. Nothing else matters. There's people like us who are kind of shitters, and we're like, yeah, the prequels are actually pretty all right. I love the memes. And uh, I think there are people who like the sequels, like as a whole. There's yeah, then there's there's probably generally people like one who of like, them I understand. Yeah, one of them I don't like. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> we that. respect everyone's opinion on loosely canon. However, you're wrong. But yeah, let's continue. <laughs> so I kind of want to start off kind of at the height of uh, our talks because I feel like it's really easy to give praise. Praise King. Um, what is kind of like your top? Star Wars films like what what are your like top of like top tier like you would always want to watch these films uh like which ones how many we're talking Uh, just give me like top three okay number one Rogue One okay my my all-time favorite Star Wars film that's really weird to me Uh, yeah well uh, you haven't even seen Rogue One have you I haven't Uh, yeah, so Rogue One's my favorite. I love the scenes. I love all the. I love all that what goes on. I love the characters. It's pretty sick. Um, the, the the Darth Vader hallway scene is is uh, you know, I'm pretty sure unanimously, every Star Wars fan's favorite. Part yeah, of no, Star everyone Wars. everyone creamed their jeans when they saw it for the first time. Uh, no doubt. Um, number two, Episode Seven. Uh, of my all time favorite Star Wars films. That's number two, really. The Force Awakens is number two. You yeah. have a really confusing hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, uh, The Force Awakens is really, really cool. Um, that's my that's my favorite, man. Uh, Kylo Ren, I love it. And uh, the third best, this probably... Those two were contentious. This is probably the most contentious. The third best Star Wars film. Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Okay, I disagree with that completely. Out, out of all the <laughs> ones you said... I would say that one's the least contentious. I I, I would say it's really contentious. I, really, I think I people, I think in hindsight, love Revenge of the Sith. I love Revenge of the Sith. That's actually, I would say, like, that's probably my number two. Really? Yeah, no, Revenge of the Sith is number two. My number one all favorite is uh, Revenge, or not Revenge, Return of the Jedi, episode six. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I don't. Love, I don't agree with it. I, I love Return of the Jedi. I think that's like I like when a story wraps up. Okay. Which we're going to return to that in a second. So yeah, you like when a story wraps. So you loved Episode Nine. No. 
Oh, what are, what do you mean? You love We're, when a story wraps up? Yeah, yeah, no, I love it when it wraps up, not when someone is like, "Holy shit, I forgot to wrap cr- Christmas <laughs> presents," and then they just shove things in a bag and they hope it works out. Uh, no, like episode six, I love it. I love the theme. I love Luke's growth as a character. It, I just, it's enjoyable to me at least. I think it's great. Right. Okay. Um. Episode three is the same thing. You know, it's the fall of like this beautiful friendship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. There's real pain in that final scene. Like, I'm going to be real. Ewan McGregor carries the film uh-huh. in a lot of respects. I think Hayden Christensen elevates himself from episode two. Definitely. 100%. But I think for the most part, it is just an absolutely amazing film because it's tragic and it does not end on a happy note. Uh, I mean, it ends like, they're like, oh, there is another hope. And it's like, oh, it's <laughs> like, I wonder who it is. Yeah. And there is just Obi-Wan looking out on a farm or whatever. Yeah. But I really enjoyed that. So I would say that's my second favorite of all time. And my third. And it's just because it's different. I really enjoyed Solo. Solo. Yes, okay. I enjoyed Solo. I liked a different take. Now, I, I, I will admit, mm-hmm. it's a story that doesn't need to be told. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that you can say that about any any story, really. Oh yeah, no, I'm about to. I'm, I'll mention it in a second. Yeah. Uh, I think that the kind of like world building, like my God, that scene in the beginning where it's like World War One trench warfare with the stormtroopers. And it's dark and it's scary, and you're not sure what's going on. Like that scene was awesome. Like you don't see that from the Empire. You see like the clean like white uh-huh. suits and like, oh, we're shooting blasters at each other in these sterile hallways. But now these guys are in the shit. This is like, <laughs> you should definitely. It's like space Normandy. You should definitely see Rogue One. Then, like that's literally the whole movie. Like, how did, how yeah. did you miss that? I'm just saying, I love that scene in Solo. I also really like the rest of the film. Uh-huh. I enjoyed I enjoyed movie. younger uh, Han Solo and Lando. Uh-huh. I think the fact that um, it's Childish Gambino who plays him. I'm blanking on his actual Donald name. Glover. Donald Glover, yes. Yeah. I, I was going to say Danny Glover, but that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donald Glover amazing in it i wanted to see more of him uh-huh. and they originally wanted to do a sequel for solo but it, yeah it was, was post episode eight and well yeah it was it was not, it wasn't just post episode eight is that star Wars or solo didn't do well and i it was it was because a lot of people were just down on it at yeah. the time you know yeah i mean it was it was fatigue it was the first bit of star wars fatigue yeah and and uh, you know like you said everybody was saying well it's a story that doesn't need to be told which i think is bullshit no story needs to be told, but we just want to be told them, you know? I just, I don't know. All right. Can't wait to get circle back to that note. So uh, I kind of want to circle and just kind of like glaze over uh, the, the middle entries for me. Okay. The rest of it's mostly those like middle films, like, you know, episode four and five. And I guess in my tier list, I'm including seven uh-huh. in that kind of middle of the pack in no particular order. Honestly, I'd probably like episode seven more because I like the reinvention. I like the new storylines that they try to tell. Okay. 
it's only lower, honestly, because I know that unfortunately those storylines go nowhere. It, it, there's yeah. no payoff to it. Yeah, and yeah. I know we talk about it a lot, but actually, you know, we got the time on the show since we don't have to worry about a reading. <laughs> what is your least favorite ball that got dropped from episode seven? Least favorite ball that got dropped from episode yeah, seven. Yeah, there's something Ooh. that they just totally fumbled with. There's and there's so many. Uh, uh, we've we've talked about this before. Um, you know the whole Snoke thing. Yeah, not that big a deal. The whole Ray, like Ray's parents thing is not that big a deal. Um, I actually didn't. I mean, and I'm gonna catch a lot of heat for this if this ever you know gets popular. Uh, I didn't necessarily mind the uh, whole Luke being a piece of shit. Uh, because honestly, he, he didn't really seem that mature in the, in the original trilogy, in my personal opinion anyways, even towards the end. Uh, honestly, I think the thing that got dropped the most was Finn. I, I we've talked about it. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, he was such a, like a huge, you know, integral part of the character and part of the show, part of the movie. Um, and then and then they're just like, yeah, we're we're just gonna have you do a, a whole side thing and and basically not even be in the movie. Yeah, no. After after episode seven, his character has nowhere to go because yeah, like in episode eight, they try and reestablish him as a character as, hey, by the way, I need to find something worth fighting for, and I'm like, you, you found just, that <laughs> you did that in the last movie. Yeah, that was the whole point. Uh huh. Yep. And they just glaze over like, no, it ha- no, he has to do it again. But now with this girl on a casino planet. Uh-huh, yeah. And by the way, Benicio Del Toro is there, and he's never <laughs> yeah. going to show up. Re- he didn't return our calls. I remember we forgot about, we forgot about him. I just, I, just, I just remember he's like, hello, I'm a smuggler, and you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> and Rose is just like, I like this guy. I trust him. And then as soon as they completely. step foot on the Star Destroyer, he sells them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And never heard from again. Um, I actually, I I agree with you on Finn's part, but I also have a problem that stems from Finn. Uh Uh-huh. And it's the humanizing of the Empire. I feel like they really fumbled with that part of it. Because uh, Lucas, kind of like in his films, has these awesome, like, I actually love this. I love how you can have bad guys. And you don't feel a damn thing when bad things happen to them because uh-huh. it's understood these are bad people. Like think Indiana Jones whenever there's like, you know, the Nazis trying to stop Indiana from like whatever. You know, when you see that guy get punched into a <laughs> yeah. a, a plane propeller, you're not like, oh, my God, that guy had a family. You're like, yeah, suck it, Nazi. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, it's this weird thing um, where... That was the same thing with stormtroopers in the Empire. And all the big figures in the Empire are the same way, like Palpatine. Um, Vader. Sorry, Ginger Rose, but Hux. Hux, yeah. Um, Kylo Ren, for, I would say, a majority of the film, they're all as these, like, either egomaniacal, uh-huh. angry, ambitious, or some combination of the three. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely awful. And you assume the underlings are just as bad, but then you meet Finn and you're like, whoa, these guys are abducted as children and indoctrinated 
to become stormtroopers. Okay, okay. I understand that you have a problem with that. No, and here's the thing. It, it happens one time, right? And I get it. Some people, it, like it doesn't have to be that whole big a thing. But then later on in episode nine, you meet more stormtroopers who defected. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I just, I, it's the, I forget her name. Uh, I forgot a lot of things about episode nine, but. We try to. <laughs> we try to. It's like a whole brigade of former stormtroopers. And what do they do? They go out there and they start killing other stormtroopers. Yeah, they do, they do the same thing in, uh, in um, Obi-Wan as well. And and it's it's really weird to me because like you broke the illusion that these people are just like faceless bad guys. Uh-huh. Now you're like, no, by the way, they have a backstory and now I'm just like Whoa. Um yeah. I now feel bad you when humanize the enemy. I now yeah. I now feel bad when Poe hit that one guy with the jetpack and he went <laughs> flying in a circle yeah. and face planted into the dirt. Okay, but can we all agree and this is this is a, a tangent. But can we all agree that you want to demonize the uh the empire for taking children and indoctrinating them? Do the Jedi not do the same exact thing? Yeah, no, they do. Yeah, no, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah. literally what that's that's all they're about. <laughs> and honestly, I don't want to get this too out here. I mean, it is a tangent, so I guess it doesn't fucking matter. But when in episode one, Yoda's like, mm, Bori is too old. <laughs> Was he straight up being like, Anakin is too old to groom? Yeah, what? that's literally what it is. He's too old to groom. Yikes. <laughs> so yeah, maybe uh, cancel the Jedi Order. Maybe it's a good thing they got this is a reason why I hate the Jedi Order. <laughs> Very easy. So, uh, what, what's your middle of the pack? What, what are your f- films? So, mine's the original trilogy, Episode Seven. Yeah. And I'm gonna go ahead and put Episode One in there since there's like, it's not an even distribution, you know. The the uh, the movies that I've placed in my kind of middle of the row was the was two movies from the original trilogy. Well, I guess all all of them, yeah. So. Uh, pretty much middle of the pack for me has is the original trilogy completely and episode or sorry the solo the solo movie mm-hmm. so the original trilogy and the solo movie for me are the the middle of the road so solo story i did not like as much as i did rogue one i did enjoy the movie i thought it was really cool there were some parts where i'm just like uh, you know that when when a mall darth maul shows up it's like it's cool but did, did that need to happen you know um yeah they were planning more with it yeah i know it, they were planning it didn't more, work yeah. out I, I, I liked, you know, Childish Gambino. I, I enjoyed Woody Harrelson, actually. Yeah, uh, no, that was, he was cool. that was a surprise yeah. to me. Um, so, you know, all in all, like, Solo was good. Uh, also, middle of the row, you know, episode four, episode five, episode six. Uh, you know, I they're just, episode four, I put above five, mainly because it's it's just, it's the original, it's the classic, it's the one that everybody, I can probably, I remember every. I disagree every, with that wholeheartedly. I, I just remember every, every, every scene from that movie. I can't say the same about episode five and six. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's like episode five, there is like a good 30 minutes where they're just stuck inside of a, a like giant, a giant worm. worm. Yeah. But you remember it, so. I, I mean, I, I remember that, the worm. I, whatever that's worth. I do remember that that was one of the main problems I had with the original trilogy is that there were some points in each movie where the plot slowed to a crawl, like very, yes. like a very, very slow. And the only movie from the original trilogy that I found wasn't as, didn't have as much time where it slowed down was episode four. 
mm-hmm. episode five had its moments like when they're in the cloud palace i understand like what happened at the end i understand that it's an important part of the movie but a lot of it's like oh we're having dinner with vader or whatever yeah uh, you know it was, it was it was like what dinner with the in-laws yeah it did then, not end well yeah and then there was you know they were stuck when they with the the worm and and then episode six had ewoks which uh, i'm not a big ewok fan i'm also not a big porg fan mm. uh, uh you know i think it's kind of just a toy marketing like you know oh yeah trying, no, trying that, to get that's toys. easily what it was so so yeah like i understand it um but uh, again they're just classic so that's why i put that middle of the road i wonder how many max rebo toys they sold you don't know who that is, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. It's uh, the Blue Elephant Man from Jabba's Band. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Speaking of which, I actually really want to watch the original uh, cuts of the films where they don't add the CG stuff in. Yeah. My only gripe about episode six, really, is that god-awful CG dance number that they put in. At the end? No, in the beginning. Oh, re- oh the- In Jabba's Palace. That was not original. I it, don't remember that at all. It was originally like a number similar to like the Cantina band. Uh-huh. But then they put in this this CG alien that's wearing lipstick, has a hula skirt, and I think sagging breasts, and she's singing <laughs> very loudly and in your face. And I'm like, I am I'm out. This doesn't feel like a gangster's hideout. I'll replace her with the alien from the fifth element and I'll be happy. Yeah. He speaks the true true. Yeah. Okay. So, what are we? We gonna do our, our yeah. Let's do. Films? Let's do. Let's descend because I feel like we are going to disagree a bit. Yeah. I want to say it's not in my bottom three, but it is my fourth, and I feel like I have to mention it. I really don't like the idea behind Rogue One. Okay. And I am gonna say it like this. I agree that. Keep in mind, audience, he's never seen the movies, so he can... Yeah, yeah, no, I can... See, he has zero knowledge (laughs) over this movie. No, I've seen plenty of scenes. I know exactly what happens plot-wise because everyone just keeps talking about it. Like, here's the thing. I understand that just because a story doesn't need to be told that it shouldn't. Like, it's the same thing with Solo, right? Like, Solo doesn't need to happen. But I feel like Solo does more for an overall, like, universe building than Rogue One does. Because for me, Rogue One, you already know what's going to happen because they say it in Episode 4. Where do they say? Oh, we have the Death Star plans. Oh, how did you get them? Oh, many Bothans died to get this information. Which, by the way, where the fuck are the Bothans? They're there. But here, here. No, 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 no. They should be the main stars. Oh, okay, okay. You want to you have this argument? My weird giant goat men with handsome goatees need to be featured. I played them in Battlefront 2 <laughs> like hell, and I thought these were the baddest people in the Resistance. Okay, get this, And then though. there's some depressed girl and her father, and apparently that's the whole... <laughs> okay, okay, first of all... <laughs> that's the whole shtick. The main characters... And a blind guy. main characters of every single Star Wars show is always going to be the human... Mainly because you don't want your main actor being on screen the whole time in a in, in makeup, right? That that sucks. But just hear hear me out on this, okay? Just hear me out on this. The movie's awesome. You just don't know what you're talking about. Like that's that's literally that's that's all this is. And 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 I love the fact that they put in because you know the biggest plot hole for Star Wars for me for the original trilogy was 
why is there just a hole that you can shoot in and it blows up the Death Star? We know that it was now, now we know that it was placed there on purpose by, uh, you know, Johnny Depp's replacement, Mads Mikkelsen. Sure, and, but, you know, but also, is that not just retroactive storytelling? Like, don't act like it's brilliance. It's brilliant. It's not. <laughs> it is a retcon. We all need it. And they're like, how big should we make it? He's like, well, it shouldn't be any bigger than a womp rat. That <laughs> yeah. way some desert boy can find, figure that out really easily. You're wrong, but, you know, hey, what are you going to do? You're going to be wrong sometimes. Look, all I'm saying is <laughs> if it wasn't for the hallway scene at the end of the film, people would be much less high on Rogue One. That's not true. Because another, another insane true. scene is when that guy's like, I am the force and the force is with me. I'm with the force. The force is with me. I'm then the why have I never seen it? Oh, if you've never seen it, then you then you're I've never missing seen it. But out. I've seen the hallway scene you're, like five times. Yeah, of course you have, because that's the most popular scene. But that's that, what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. Like the movie itself is good, and when they're like banging, when the nuke goes off. Okay, they're not banging, but yeah, no, they're kissing. Yeah, or and the nuke goes off. I mean, and it was, they're it was glassing great. the planet, Imperium yeah. style. It was great. I I loved it. It, it looked like a uh, yeah. I mean, it was great. Okay, so that's why I wanted to do that one first, because I feel like from here on we'll be a lot more... Um, well, my number four is definitely more understandable than yours. So. Okay, what is your number four? Uh, episode eight. Really? That's four for you? Yes, that's four. Okay, well, I feel foolish, because that's my three. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So so uh, for me, episode eight is, is literally... Uh, it was the downfall of the sequels... Um, but again, like you said, they threw a lot out the window. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal that it was thrown thrown out the window. I think episode nine was probably worse. I think, I think the, the, my issue with episode eight is just the idea of amazing concept failure to connect and execute. Like I like Rose. I like the uh, scene where Snoke gets iced by Kylo. Yeah, yeah. I've told you, I was in the theater, and dude, I almost popped out of my chair. I was so excited. Yeah, it was cool. Like, I loved that scene. I loved the cinematography. Man, when Holdo bursts through the uh, Star Destroyer. I know, scientifically, it didn't make much sense when Star Wars science, but oh, well, it was a cool scene. it, it, It doesn't matter. It's... Star Wars. There yeah. also shouldn't be explosions in space, but yeah. here we are. True. There shouldn't technically lasers wouldn't work in space all that well. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's still cool, and that's why we like it. Yeah. And for but for my problem with episode is for every moment where I'm like, that was really cool. There's another thing that I'm like, okay, that was really dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the whole Leia zooming through space. Surviving the vacuum. That was the worst part of the whole movie. Kylo Ren making great analysis and points on the issues facing the galaxy and the issues with the First Order. And then immediately reverting back to a petulant child. Yeah, and it makes yeah. no sense character-wise. Finn becoming a... Background character. A, a, de- a deserter again. Yeah. And Poe essentially just having... An entire plot line that doesn't make sense because it's literally just miscommunication. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, they're like, yeah, trust me, I have a plan, but I'm not going to tell you, even though you are the most important person on this ship. Yeah. Everybody has established that, that you're like yeah, the best. The younger people like you. Yeah, the younger people like you. I don't see like any you, reason the older to include people, you. Yeah, for real, right? 
It's like they saw Holdo and they're like, we want to make audiences hate her at first. Yeah. And then make them feel foolish for hating her. It's uh-huh. like, no, that's on you. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So what's your number three? Number three is probably the one you're going to hate me for. Okay. Episode one. I don't hate you for that at all. Okay. Episode one sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the only cool part about episode one is Darth Maul. I was going to say pod racing. <laughs> part, no, you know what? People people shit on the pod racing. The pod racing part was pretty cool. Honestly, he, for me, and this is like greater Star Wars as a whole, episode one was the downfall of almost the entire series. And I have one word for you as to why. Midichlorians. Oh, yeah. No, no. When Fucking hate the midichlorian like, side plot there. Listeners, if you don't know me very well, the thing I hate most is when you have a concept in fantasy, science fiction, anything that isn't necessarily obvious to like us normal people, mm-hmm. and then you try and explain it with science. Yeah. Like, hey, you have the Force. It's this mysterious thing that binds all living creatures together and some people can use it to do really cool things by the way it's all because of microscopic bacteria that some people just have concentrations of yeah like he got the idea from like i think it was like buddhism or or uh or maybe hinduism or whatever and it's like you know this life force like like chi right it's like this chi it's this life force you have that's in all things and then you know you can use it to to do this that and the other thing like like it's 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 in it's 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 based on that and then they're like yeah also science <laughs> like, yeah but like at that uh, point like if you know the metachlorians are there can you just not like inject yourself with more like can you not artificially make yourself more attuned to the force by upping your metachlorian count and i don't think about it like that like, yeah, like I, what I if like I, what I, if like the sith are doing like steroids in the back which is just like snorting, pumping snorting metachlorians in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, Darth Maul's cool. Darth I Maul's mean, cool. Pod uh, racing's cool. The reason episode one isn't low for me is I didn't experience it in real time. I did. I was, that, was, that was actually the first Star Wars movie I've ever watched. By I way. was a kid when I met Jar Jar, and I was like, haha, he's kind of funny. <laughs> and now I look back and I'm like, is Jar Jar racist? I'm, yeah. Maybe. Uh, so Jar Jar for me did, wasn't apparently racist, but the one that was was the uh, the Trade Federation guys. Oh I god! Absolutely. Yes. Like I watched that scene and I cr- oh the Namorians, oh, yeah, yeah. I cringe because it's so obvious, like Fun the fact. racial undertones there. Fun fact: apparently the Namorians have two buttholes. I found that on Wikipedia. Really? Are they wizards? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that joke, uh, I- I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. Episode one definitely. Because I remember the, they had a lawsuit from the Aboriginal people of Australia for the Gungans, and the fact that no one raised hell about the Namorians uh-huh. is insane to me. Yeah, yeah. But so that's your three. That was my like five. My number two is number two, Attack of the Clones. That's your number two, dude. I, I hate that movie so. I, much. I guarantee you, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have similar thought processes. But is your is your last place number nine? I was gonna I was gonna wait for us to say it at the same time. <laughs> well, my last place is not number nine. My last place is number two, 
and my second place is number nine. Okay, well let's let's walk through these together because I'm glad we agree because yeah, I was yeah. worried we were gonna be really disagreeing on this. No, no, a no. Lot. We we but number have, two. Yep. Yeah. I hated it because it is such lazy writing and like I feel like all these things that happen in the story could be avoided if one character just stopped for a second and thought. (laughs) Like, here's the thing. The uh, Count Dooku, right? Who, by the way, we haven't met before. Uh You were introduced to him in the middle of the film. And, hey, rest in peace. Christopher Lee is an amazing actor. Absolutely. Awesome dude. Mm -hmm. He had the least interesting antagonist of the prequels. And I'm talking between him, Darth Maul, and General Grievous. The show kind of helps with that, but it's still not. Yeah, and like, I understand that, but it's also like, in the films, strictly, I don't I don't see much appeal there. Yeah, I mean, um, you're right. <laughs> I know we joked about it in this week's episode, but it's like, hey, how do we make this guy's lightsaber cool? We'll make it bent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber is much cooler. Easily, easily. But Count Dooku's like, okay, I need to kill uh, Padme. Uh So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hire Jango Fett. Now, Jango Fett's also going to hire another bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. And then that bounty hunter is going to use a robot. (laughs) And that robot is going to use some poisonous centipedes. Yeah. And then that's going to work, and there won't be any loose strings involved. Right. And... For some reason, out of all of those loose strands, the thing that gets him is the poison dart that Jango Fett uses. Uh, only he, comes from one planet. Only comes from one planet. Which is full of just water. I don't know how, the, how he got it. Yeah. Um, it, it only comes from one planet, and it's not anywhere in the archives. He can't figure out where this place is. He doesn't know where it is. So he has to go to the one place in all of Coruscant and maybe even the entire <laughs> Republic that has, that has this information. So he goes down to his local diner <laughs> yeah. and the local fry cook, Dex, yeah. is all like, oh, Kenobi, what do you know? <laughs> Why do you have a Kamenan death dart? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I never got that. I mean, also, I mean, I, I can't watch episode two without cringing. Oh God, the the I love. Just can't. So George Lucas had a hard on for Shakespeare at the point, <laughs> yeah, and he tried to make everyone sound like like they were speaking in sonnet. Uh huh. And it's painful to listen it's, to Anakin. Yeah, it's re- like it's really bad listening it's to Anakin. Awful listening to Anakin and and and, and listening to Anakin be like, yeah, I I murdered women and children. By the way, do you want to date me, Padme? And she's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And she's like, I'm already wet. <laughs> I'm okay with genocide. <laughs> she's a regular Ava Braun. So, I mean, out of the prequels, my least favorite. And it used to be my absolute least favorite film. Uh-huh. Until episode nine came around. Yeah. And look, we're, we're getting to our, we're about almost done recording this episode. We've, yep. we've gone a little bit long. Uh-huh. I... Don't have the time, but let's just let's just fast track through it. The whole dyad bullshit. Dyad, I mean, Ray yeah. being a Palpatine. Ray being a Palpatine, and just being able to shoot lightning. That's not like a Palpatine trait. Didn't make sense to me. Palpatine coming back. Yeah, I mean, 
Like, how the, dare this? It, it would have been fine. Like, here's the thing. Like, it would have been fine if Palpatine came back if they, like, showed something or did something. Not just at the end of, like, on the rolling credits and then also the opening line, somehow Palpatine's return. Like, that's just, that's annoying. It's so fucking lame. Yeah. And I feel bad for Oscar Isaac for having to say it. Uh, having to say the words, somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah. And then say it with a straight face. Uh, you got Palpatine chilling out with a bunch of Snoke test tube babies, which yeah never come back up ever again. The, f- the force healing thing, which could have instantly helped Padme. Padme. And, and totally undoes Palpatine's like whole like, you wouldn't learn it from the Jedi. Yeah, because, yeah. And, my God, the, the weird, like, death fleet that Palpatine has, the the resistance, yeah. like, the main characters have to go through, like, 20 minutes of, like, exploring the galaxy's back ways to get to this place, but uh-huh. the resistance just shows up. Yeah, they, they just, they just hear. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot. The, and... Ray saying at the end, "What's your name?" and she's like, "Skywalker." And I'm just like, "You missed the point." Yeah, she did. Yeah. Also, and I don't want to make anyone mad. I was actually on board with Raylo, and I am down for all of the community and the fandom. Uh-huh. But I am amazed at how hard Disney dropped the ball on Raylo because yeah. You know, you have some you have some tension there. Like episode seven. Ironically, I think episode eight set it up pretty well too. Yeah, no, it did. Like episode yeah. seven, you have like like people are like, Oh, Raylo. And I'm like, Well, I mean it's a it's a lovers to enemies arc, right? It's uh-huh. popular. Or enemies to lovers. Right. It's really popular. I could see it happening. And then episode eight comes around, there's a lot like they have this weird connection. They're seeing each other a lot. Uh-huh. Also, Ray doesn't spend any time with any other male characters outside of Luke, so she's because connecting they can, because they completely wrote Finn out of it. Yeah, and so she's connecting more with uh, Kylo, and we're like, okay, cool. And then Episode Nine gets here, and uh, Kylo's always talking about, like, I gotta find, I gotta find Ray. And the very first thing he does is try and run her over with his tie fighter yeah. <laughs> at like full fucking speed. Yeah, uh. and like gets into two death matches with her. And only then and after then, when he becomes Ben Solo again, which by the way, I wanted to love that scene. Like I wanted to love Adam Driver playing Ben Solo. I I just couldn't. Uh. I just couldn't. It felt hollow to me. Yeah. And yeah. and I sat there. With, I sat there watching Ben in Ray's arms, and I actually said out loud, "Don't kiss, <laughs> please don't. don't. Just don't." This do would it. be the worst way to do it. Don't yeah. actually. And then of course they fucking kiss, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah." I Star Wars is dead to me. I think the only reason why I rank Episode Two worse than Episode Nine is because there's much more about Episode Two that makes me cringe than Episode Nine. Um, with just the Anakin Padme love thing, and well, I mean, while Episode Nine makes me cringe, um, uh, well, maybe just as much. Uh, episode Nine has cooler fight scenes. That is literally the only thing that I like. Episode Nine over Episode Two is that when Kylo and Rey actually fight in Episode Nine, the uh, the cinematography is kind of cool, like the whole rain coming down and everything. And Episode Two, the only cool, interesting fight. 
oddly enough, also requires rain coming down is Django Fett versus Obi-Wan. It's literally yeah, the only thing good. about that film that I actually liked was that scene. Um, so yeah, uh, so episode nine, that's the only reason why I ranked episode nine better than episode two. They're both terrible. Um, and anybody who disagrees with me, fight me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't on, like those movies. And on that threat, we're going to call it. This has been our uh, tangent on Star Wars. Uh, let us know how you feel. Um, message us on Twitter at Lucy Cannon Podcast or email us at Lucy Cannon Podcast dot at gmail dot com. Yep. And, uh, Give us your thoughts. Were we right? Were we wrong? Uh, it doesn't matter because it's all our opinions. And let us know yours. Yeah, rank, rank your films. Anyways, can't wait for us to rant again. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. See you later.